you hanging out with Tori Somasonganyi. This will be a multi-episode podcast looking at various elements under the topic integration of rural areas within urban municipalities to advance rural development. Some of the catchphrases that we'll be hearing throughout the episode will be rural areas, rural development, integration, mainstreaming, transformation, and equity, amongst others. Rural areas have been characterized by rise in inequality, poverty, landlessness, unemployment, and low economic activities to support these areas. What has been popular in literature has been urban rural migration that has led to an increase in urbanization and depopulation of rural areas. However, there has been a shift in this narrative. More people either prefer to work in cities and live in rural areas, while others find employment opportunities in rural areas which they end up living there. To those unfortunate ones, they have to leave cities back to the homelands or to these rural areas due to unemployment in most cases. All these elements call for development in rural areas. In this episode, I get to discuss with a practitioner in rural development and land who's been in the, in the field with the sole mandate of advocating for transformation and integration of rural communities into municipal service delivery mainstreaming to advance rural, rural, rural areas. Let's welcome Mr. Pate. Uh, Mr. Pate, you can introduce yourself before we kickstart this discussion. Thank you, ma'am. My name is Shemi Pate. I am responsible for rural development and land in one of the local municipalities in Gaute. I have been involved in this space for almost 20 years, wherein the main focus point was around human settlement and rural development. Thank you, Ndata Pate. I think the reality is that um, in as much as we live in the urban side of, of the country, um, we have vast areas of rural within our municipalities. And due to the increase in movement between the cities or the towns and these areas, there's been an increase in population and in the need for um, service delivery. The question is that are municipalities ready for integration? Are these areas being integrated in the municipal planning? What, what developments have transpired since 2000? I would want to start my response by firstly focusing on the advent of the local government in 2000, wherein both rural municipalities and urban municipalities were put together in a way to address the issue of the integration, but also the transformation of rural communities within the mainstream economy of the urban areas. We have experienced within the space that we're working in that uh, as much as we have in rural areas, that may not necessarily be the same as 
rural areas in the, the rural provinces. In Gauteng, we have what would easily be termed as peri-urban areas. But however, the situation in terms of the inequalities, poverty, remains the same as to those that are found within the main rural provinces. Municipalities have, within their plans, developed IDPs that would seek to find means of addressing these inequalities and inequities that affect the rural population. Most of the plans that are there are largely in the form of physical infrastructure, mm -hmm. social infrastructure, and to some extent, the issue of skills and development that would then seem to advance the popular uh, position that we want to drive in terms of upgrading the, the, the lives of the rural population. Thank you, Ndadapata. I think uh, just just taking it from, from, from that point, um, you, you at a national level, you would have policies, but how do we translate these policies into a reality of advancing these areas? How do we take charge as municipalities to say, in as much as we are urban and our main focus would be on urban areas, but there's a need, there's that need that you've just outlined now to to integrate these areas into, into, into our mainstream planning. How, what policies are there in place to, to advance such? Fortunately, the democratic local government phase uh, of uh, institution have been deliberately been biased towards ensuring that there is that balance between the urban and rural population. By so saying, we as government have developed various pieces of legislation, policies and strategies that must enhance the delivery of this intention to ensure that we are able to address all the ill challenges that are facing the rural population. As we speak, I've mentioned earlier on the IDPs as one of the main policy or legislative framework that governs development within the local municipalities. We're also working closely with other spheres of government, have developed policies like your rural development policies, your agricultural policies, to mention a few. That ensures that in implementation of these policies, we seek to address the issues of inequality, poverty, lednessness, unemployment, and bring forward to the, to the core the needs of our rural population. I think what 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 is very glaring within within the, the the three spheres of government is the lack of coordination and um, alignment of, of of responsibilities in terms of their policies, their project. But we never get to realize this thing. And the other thing that is that 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 is happening within our local municipalities and that the party is the, the lack of mainstreaming in terms of functions and resources. You find that within the municipality, the focus is in a particular place because it's a, gener a revenue generating space where you need to ensure that that place is taken care of. But um, 
it, it then translates into 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 lack of integration in rural um, rural urban versus uh, urban rural activities. There's no synergy between activities that are happening on the extreme right and extreme left, which is rural and urban, um, uh, to to advance the, the 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 space itself collectively. And as a result, the 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 the, the other the other dimension to it is that. The current resources that are there are not even sufficient to take care of those areas. How do we ensure that the little that is there, we spread it equally? And how do we ensure that rural areas have a voice within this bigger space, uh, this arena of, of, of the, the urban space where you have to ensure that you take care of those areas that are generating income? I, I think the key words here would be mainstreaming. How do we mainstream? rural development, rural population to that of urban uh, environment. As I said, plans are in place, policies are in place, but however, it will be quite also important to say that uh, in, in the tangibilities that we have in plan as, as municipalities to ensure that we mainstream the rural population within the core economy of our municipalities, we have begun to see situation wherein as much as we do have migration of rural to urban areas, but we still see a pattern wherein communities in rural areas would prefer to stay where, where, where they were born, where yeah. they stay. Yeah. And in, in that way, then it then affords municipalities an opportunity to say, how do we then provide infrastructure for such communities that they could also live as other South Africans live in other parts of, of the country? I think on just that note, you, you're touching a nerve. Um, you're talking about services. And I think it's in, in the constitution where it outlines that um, everyone has a right to basic services and all that. But it's, it's at the backdrop of rural areas having uh, um, been far from uh, the main connection points and all that. How do we as a municipality navigate that? Because there's also this discussion that um, temporary solutions are crippling municipalities. Are, are you, as a municipality, at a point of getting uh, new ways of, of, of delivering these services? So certainly new ways of doing, say, advancing delivery is quite important because, as you rightfully say, is that these areas may not have necessarily... Uh, issues of bulk infrastructure. So how do we then ensure that we then afford them a dignity in terms of them living within the space without having to move them into urban areas? Um, I've, 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 I'm tempted now to raise, as an example, part of, or a part of projects that we are currently implementing ensuring that we are able to afford this rural community, rural communities a space to live wherever that they are. We currently, as we speak, have started to put in infrastructure in the rural areas wherein we would want to build communities' houses that they could call a place for them to stay. As we know that before we even build houses, one key element that is important is issue of land. In addressing the issue of landlessness, we have identified parcels of land that could be added, purchased and park infrastructure being implemented so that then we are able then to can afford other services like your housing, your 
bulk services, your local economic as economic development, your health services, and and, and etc. So in in, the, in that space, then it gives us the data point to say, whilst we mainstream rural economy to the urban economy, we need to identify what are the key deliverables within mm -hmm. the space. Yeah. Issue of lenders, I've said, is one key issue that we need to do, coupled with issue of services and ensuring that we are able to bring jobs, health services to the rural communities equally as we do to the urban communities. Then the other challenge to, to what you've just said is, is you have stakeholders because uh, in local government, stakeholder participation becomes very key. And you have a situation where you have stakeholders at different ends. You have um, your communities in terms of uh, people on the ground, but you also have business that you need to take care of. You also, because you're in the rural areas, you also have the farming community, if you may use that word. How do you, are they, is participation equal amongst them? Do you, do you still get voices from each representing um, uh, um, stakeholder within 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 um, those areas because if we compare it with urban with the urban space, you when you get into meetings like IDPs, you find that in urban areas people are more vocal about municipal issues, about wanting services, about raids, about um, um, safety, about security, and um, in rural areas, how do you ensure that these people are part of um, uh, planning in terms of the part of the participation process to ensure that whatever issues that are on the ground, you have the ears and mouths. You, you picked me up a very cru crucial point of public participation. As we know that uh, one of the key fundamentals point in the IDP is public participation. And, and, and it, the fact that it's also legislated then gives us no excuse not to engage with communities in terms of getting to know what is that what is their needs and how would intend to implement their needs by engaging with them in terms of uh, the budgets and all those kind of things that needs to, to happen within their space. Uh, it's, 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 it's quite important that uh, especially during our process of IDPs that you also break this this population into sectors so that you are you are able to deal with specific sector issues to a specific audience say for example during the IDPs you can meet with the sector in terms of the farmers whom will then have to deal with issues that concern the farmers you can then deal with the sectors that speaks to broader business or you can even deal with the sectors that is your broader population that their main focal point will be the need for housing within their space. So issue of public participation but also knowing who do you speak to becomes quite a critical uh, point to drive the whole issue of development within the space as it is. But then that the part that you have me as a farmer who's worried about you bringing this development that is going to change the face of the rural area. Are you, as a municipality, is, it, is your outlook looking at modernization in the urban area, or are you maintaining the fabric as is, but bringing improvements that will just complement the space as it is? Because I, I, I can imagine, I've, I've lived there 
for 20 years I've, I have business around and I've left the city for the peace and quietness uh, in these areas and then now you bring in development how how as a municipality how do you how do you navigate through this challenge I think on this one it's important to to keep your ruralness as it were without easily contaminating it with your urban form of development because some communities will still prefer to live in a rural space so we need to be very careful when we talk development that it does not mean that we have to translate or transform rural, rural areas into urban areas as easy as that but we need to ensure that within the same space called ruralness we are then able to provide all those developmental uh, fundamentals to the populations that they, as you said, rightfully, as it stated in the constitution, that they need to, to, to advance towards them. So at, at the main issue is to ensure that we, 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 we align your, your urban and rural uh, development in such a way that we don't compromise, but we maintain what rural would still want to be, to become, and also ensuring that your urban supports your rural mm. development in many ways because obviously there will be more resources within the urban space. So it's quite critical that when you do plans, your plans also need to take into cognizance all those situations that people may prefer to, to find themselves living within. I think looking at the landscape of, of, of your, your city in terms of local economic development and on this one specifically focusing on rural areas, your your drivers um, based on the documents that one went through um, is 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 the, your economic drivers are tourism and agriculture. You have you you host the World Heritage Site, and you one of um, uh, the agricultural hubs uh, resides within your your municipality. What is the synergy between those sectors? Are we making thrives in terms of um, employment? Uh, what is what is the setting because um, there's this notion that in rural areas, um, this type of uh, 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 sectors especially have been um, bashed before to say the, the, the focus is in getting foreigners as uh, pre they prefer foreigners compared to our own. And for me, it's neither here nor there. But then as a municipality, how do you bring integration of communities regardless of race, regardless of nationality? Um, to to ensure that local economic development still happens, still affords each and every person equal opportunities. You 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 you're right. Um, having to have a thriving local economic development within a municipality requires various steps that needs to be recognised. And and you've also mentioned the fact that uh, one of the key areas strength within our areas will be tourism. How do we ensure that uh, within those paths or developments or sectors of development, we are then able to absorb your local communities in the form of employment? But the key would be not only employment, but skills and development and training. That also creates a, a better opportunity that people can easily be deployed within those sectors that are supposed to be creating jobs and be able to, to get the economy, economy thriving. So it's quite, it's quite critical that uh, we, we open up these opportunities for our communities at the space, uh, equally as we do into uh, urban areas, for them to be able to see that they are indeed benefiting within the core of the economy within the city.
And the, but the, as, as my parting shot to this to this um, episode on this episode rather, um, the topic says integration of rural areas into urban municipalities to advance development. As a person that has been responsible and the outlook that you've always had in terms of uh, rural development and, and the vision that, that you, you, you followed throughout the years, would you say as a municipality, as a municipality you've made inroads in terms of um, advancing rural uh, areas, ensuring that there's transformation, ensuring that there's equality or are we is it work in progress where are we where and, and what 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 are your closing remarks in terms of how how the municipal how the municipality is faring in regards to to those that i've uh, mentioned look uh, in in closing um it is quite critical that uh, we take rural development seriously especially as those municipalities smaller within the Houghton province because core of our, what forms our municipalities is, as I said, agriculture, rural development, and tourism. So all these sectors, if you don't mainstream them within the economy of the city or of the broader municipality, will then disadvantage the local community. So therefore, it is quite critical that we take those ones quite seriously. And, and let me also, in, in the way of close, closing, uh, indicate that uh, there has been some achievement that we have made within the rural space wherein, as I mentioned earlier, we've been able to build houses, we've been able to bring tourism uh, opportunities within the area, we've been able to build roads, we've been able to build to bring water, sanitation, we've been able to electrify. Even, the, even when people stay in informal settlement, but they've been able to get those services. So in, in, what, 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 what I'm trying to say is that it, it is a good step in the right direction. It might not be enough, but I think there is room for improvement. So as long as we keep on focusing on how best can we align the two rural and urban economy to ensure that we mainstream the rural areas uh, to thrive in terms of their future growth and, and, and expansion of population within those areas in terms of their uh, training and skill development, that remains a thing to look for. So, so I think, as I said, there is room for improvement. I think we're on the right track. I think with more focus, with more resources, we should be able to make a strive in terms of ensuring that transformation within the rural space. Thank you, Ntate Pate. I think safe to say as we close, the overall objective of rural development in society, irrespective of their economic, political, socio-cultural system, is to bring about development in rural areas through a transition from traditionally isolated areas to a more integrated and inclusive space. This is in keeping with the objective of ensuring equal share in development through access to resources, inputs, services, as you mentioned, and participation in designing and implementing development programs. Based on the issues discussed, we are yet to make progress to achieve the ideal, which is an inclusive society for all. Thank you.
Thank you very much.